and welcome to Kel's Wonderful Life. Anyone paying attention to the news will have heard that California's Proposition 8 has been repealed. Now those of us who don't live in a specific state of a specific country may not appreciate the significance of what that implies, or even know what Proposition 8 actually is. In the best tradition of Maria von Trapp, I shall start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Once upon a time, in the magical faraway land of California, where the bears roam wild and free through the Hollywood Hills, there were horrible trolls who hated fairies. They hated them because the fairy people had much better haircuts, decor, and dress sense than they did. Even worse, they had bigger genitalia, and they could actually dance. This made the trolls very unhappy. There was one thing, however, that the fairies didn't have. Marriage. By some quirk of law, many places didn't allow for fairy marriages, or had ambiguous wording in their legislation. The trolls realized that by keeping marriage as an exclusive privilege for non-fairies, they could feel morally superior to them, safe in the knowledge that the government and society as a whole didn't recognize their relationships as meaningful unions under law, no matter how big a penis they had. For a long time, the fairies didn't care, or even realize that marriage was something they wanted or needed. For the most part, they were too busy decorating their apartments, dancing, and having fulfilling sex with their enormous genitalia. Eventually, however, they began to buy houses, buy medical insurance, and try to adopt children, like other couples do. Suddenly, they found that being married to their partners had real-world consequences. Fortunately, society had come a long way from the bad old days, when people would hang you from a tall object just for being a Tinkerbell. It would be simple enough to have the laws changed to unambiguously permit marriage amongst the Fae, or so they thought. It turns out that there were still enough mean-spirited trolls with small genitalia who couldn't stand the idea of fairy people being their equals. And so, a few powerful trolls called in favors and sought to bring about a referendum that would amend the state constitution to clearly and legally define marriage as a union expressly forbidden to anyone who could recite all of ABBA. The proposition was put to a popular vote, and after a colossal media campaign to promote bigotry under the banner of somehow protecting marriage, the proposition passed by the narrowest of margins. Marriage was safe once more, protected from the frightful farce of fairy nuptials, it wasn't long before the fruity forces fought back against the matrimonial moratorium, however. The matter went to court, with the plaintiffs seeking to show that there was no public good in denying fundamental rights from a select segment of society. The debate was passionate, and both sides called witnesses. The plaintiffs showed that they were materially harmed by the inability to marry, that the prohibition cost their spouses legal protections and privileges, and that it set them apart socially. They showed that the media campaigns promoting Proposition 8 vilified them, branding fairies as deviants, child molesters, and tools of Satan. Conversely, the defendants claimed that existing marriages and families would all be weakened, somehow. The good and wise judge realized, of course, that the root cause of the problem was that the trolls had small, weak sexual organs, and that their arguments were equally flaccid. With a swirl of his magic hammer and a sprinkling of judicial fairy dust, he ruled the amendment unconstitutional, and the land was restored to peace and harmony. Or at least, until it goes to the Supreme Court on appeal. What's most important, though, is that this has set the stage for ruling precedent that informs the judiciaries of all the other lands in the kingdom. But more than that, if the whole kingdom allows fairies to marry, then one day all the other kingdoms will let their fairies hold weddings, and the world might become a better place. 
Go and read the Perry v. Schwarzenegger ruling. Go on, it's easy to find online. Once you get past the pro forma, it reads like poetry. It was written by someone who knew that this ruling was a defining moment in history, and that people would read these words for years to come. Of course, you can change the law in a day, but it will take a lifetime to truly change the entrenched attitudes that let Proposition 8 pass in the first place. This is just another step in a much longer journey, but the tide of opinion is gradually turning, and eventually the landmark cases of today will be the stare decisis of tomorrow. Mark my words, the day will come when gay marriage is not prohibited, or unusual, or even remarkable, aside from how well-dressed everyone is. This has been Kel's Wonderful Life, where it's always fashionable, guaranteed. Thank you.